Hello. Hello. Airplane food. Am I right? Somebody stop me. (laughs) Well, hello, friends. Welcome to That Sick, the podcast about sick things for all of your sick curiosity needs. Hi. Hello. Welcome. This is, I believe, episode 23. Correct. Is there any significance to the number 23? You're the one who knows. You're the number person. It's a, is it a prime number? Well, it's definitely a prime number. And then two plus three is five. And that's also a prime number. So this is probably going to be a prime episode. <laughs> prime. <laughs> prime, baby. Tight. Well, I'm your host this week. I'm JB. Uh, for the holiday season, you can just call me Jingle Bells. <gasps> oh, I love it. <laughs> Jingle Bells. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about this week. I'm Justine. I'm Heather. We know what we're going to talk about, though. Me and Justine know. Do you? Yeah, we Are know. Are you sure? Uh, uh, yeah, it was Justine's yes. idea. Okay, for, that's for good. For once. I've been, so uh, full disclosure, I've definitely been, um, depending on both of, like, well, you guys know this. The listeners do not. I've been depending on these two to come up with topic ideas for, like, the past, I want to say, like, three months straight. So it was, it was my turn, for sure. You have do. an idea. <laughs> we like coming up with gross stuff. Yeah, well, you guys do a good job. Thanks. Anyway. So you should, I think you should have the honors of announcing it because it was when your idea. When it's time to announce. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I agree, yeah. So what's the sickest thing of the week? Uh, Justine, you have a good one. I know you do. I yeah. do. So so I've said, I've brought up on this podcast before that a bunch of my coworkers have children and sometimes they talk about the gross things that happen (laughs) in their children's lives, you know? Um, And so this one, and I did, I got permission to tell this story. So my, my uh, one coworker, he was telling us about how his oldest son swallowed a jingle bell (gasps) while um i forget who i he was the son was being watched by someone else like was being babysat or something or anyway swallowed a jingle bell and as a result my coworker had to monitor the the poop oh the the child's poop until the bell you know reappeared so the child passed yes so the child passed the the jingle bell he has since passed the jingle bell Imagine like it came out. I was like, tingle, 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 plop. (laughs) I didn't ask if that's what happened. Were Um, there any noises when the child was shaken or spinning? I didn't ask that either. It was tingling all down his intestines. That's so cute. (laughs) Aw. As long as everything was fine. It's cute. Yeah. So, okay. So your coworker had to like pick it out of the kid's poop? Yeah, he did. And bring it to the doctor? Oh, I don't know about that. I just know that, like, like I guess I talked to the doctor. Okay, yeah. And and the you know consensus was, well, you, yeah. you just had to wait for him to pass it. But I guess I guess he had to check the poop to make sure it was passed. So they knew when it was passed. Yeah. Because I guess if it didn't, you'd have to like do something else. How I don't know. I didn't ask jingle? him a lot of questions. How big was the jingle bell? I didn't ask. Okay. Imagine that coming out of a little butthole. Ow. These aren't the conversations I prefer to have with my coworkers. <laughs> Well, thanks for that. I yeah. like it, though. That's cute. Well, it was. It was cute and seasonal. Yeah. Yes. Mm. That's nice. <laughs> I I don't really have a sickest thing of the week. That's good enough for me. JB? Um, I had a disappointing internet shopping experience. How so? Mm. Well, to be fair, most of this is unrealistic. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Most of this was unrealistic expectations on my part, for sure. So I bought these Instagram leggings. 
Like, oh. I feel like a true millennial oh, wait, now. Which, which ones? The ones with the scrunchy butt. The scrunchy. Oh, the oh, ruching. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Not the one with what? like the eight minute long commercial that keeps saying pockets, pockets, pockets for snacks. No, no, okay. not that. Not those ones. I want to try those. These do have pockets and the pockets are nice. Oh, and I'm just throwing money all over the ground. You're wearing them right now? I am. They have ruching on the butt? They do. And I was just watching this Instagram like butt video basically. I'm like... I'm going to get these leggings and and my butt's going to be transformed. But it just looks like my butt with a scrunchy butt. It's like those uh, lift and separate derby shorts that everyone was wearing there for a while. Like with the ruching, right? Yes. Like down. Yeah. It, it. I guess. Yes. It's allegedly supposed to make your butt look perkier. Oh, I see. I don't know if that's true. It was not in my case. Well, I still want to try those leggings with the pockets for the snacks and your phone and your snacks. Yeah. Leggings with pockets are great. Mm -hmm. I'm wearing some right now. I have chapstick in them. I'm happy about the pockets part. So that that was not a disappointment. What was sick about it in a bad way? Well, that I thought I was going to make my butt cool and it did not make my butt cool. Oh, yeah. That was sick and disappointing to me. (laughs) All right. Also, I was a little disgusted with myself for falling for an Internet advertisement video. We've all been there. Oh, please. I fall for those like every other week. Remember, Instagram is our new QVC. That is true. Mm. I can't believe like QVC is still in business with what with the internet. But I guess old people still just want to watch the the channel with yeah. the nice nice ladies showing off their I don't know weird sweaters or yeah. Here is the sapphire like lay, inlaid with a gold trim, and you know like they're always like, selling the jewelry and the and interesting. We also have this in garnet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only for 14 easy payments of $13.97. The Joan Rivers collection. R.I.P. Oh, I love her. Yeah, R.I.P. Sorry. Justine, are we having rope problems? Okay, we're back. Full disclosure, I forgot to plug in our headphone amp thing, so I'm a dumb dumb. Anyway, full disclosure, we were all too dumb to admit that we were having technical difficulties too <laughs> we were we all were like not saying anything like why is it so quiet yeah uh, it must like be me <laughs> something's off but i'm not gonna say anything i can't be- oh my god <sighs> and, I, and i thought it was just me anyway all right fixed we're fixed. awesome amateurs we can hear ourselves now all right okay well i think my sickest thing of the week oh, is definitely sicker than yours sicker although they both involve butts <laughs> Jingle bell poop. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell poop. Oh, that's going to be a hit. Jingle bells in your poop. (laughs) Poor little kid. All right. Well, you know what? Um, we're gonna we're gonna write that one out. Yeah. And we'll if you steal it, I will come and personally flick you in the forehead. Yeah. That sounds pretty terrible. It's very annoying. Okay. So all right, since you're the you're the sickest one. Oh, well, you're going to reveal any. Yeah. Never mind. I'm, yeah. reveal- well, I'm revealing, but I actually, I was also going to suggest, I think I should go first because I'm pretty sure Heather's is going to be like funnier and grosser. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. Okay. So this week's theme was actually just like very loosely gross Christmas lore slash tradition slash what have you. We kept it very broad. Okay. Yeah. Seasonal. Seasonal. Winter holiday, uh, sick, disgusting, interesting traditions this is extremely broad yeah all right okay Uh, no it is i was 
I'm uh, intrigued. The thing is, there's not a ton of information about each of the things because like yep. I know I'm sure that we'll probably I know what, what's going to happen. They're probably going to be like, well, these this tradition started a long time ago. The origins are hazy, but you know this is it like a lot of it is is very like we don't exactly know why we've started been doing it but we've been doing it yeah all right so without further ado a doo-doo french mm. a doo-doo this is actually this is not a french story it's what the french call les incompetents <laughs> <sighs> we were just watching home alone <laughs> so seasonal today i will be telling you all about gryla the Icelandic Christmas Troll. I barely know about this. I had like vaguely heard about it, possibly on like a Reading Rainbow episode. I don't know. I love the Christmas Iceland. Troll. Did you say Ireland? Iceland. Oh, okay. I was going to say I not love, Ireland. I okay. love Iceland. Uh, I've only been there in the airport. I've never gotten a chance to, you know, tour there barren wasteland of a country that has some. It's supposed to be beautiful. Lovely pools. Yeah. yeah. A penis museum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I went to a penis museum in Barcelona one time. It was a sex museum. I think this is specifically a penis museum. Like severed penises? I don't know exactly if they're penises on display or if it's... just like phalluses. Or information about... I'd I'd have to look more into it. Well, anyway. Anyway. I bet you there's walrus penises there. I've been to Iceland never. I do want to go someday. First of all, I did title this Gryla the Icelandic Christmas Troll. Now, technically... She only recently became the Christmas troll in the past couple hundred years. Gryla, as you know, in lore has existed since for pre-Christmas times and the the origins of which are murky. Actually, I was telling Heather in the Slack earlier today, I like literally spent so much time. Like I found a translation of these like medieval Icelandic sagas. And because I had seen that Gryla was first mentioned in one of these and I was like pouring through them trying to and I just like no dice so I mm. everything so everything I have is like uh, I, I did a lot of cross-referencing and so everything I'm going to talk to you guys about is like pretty well like established but I have no idea where any of this comes from like it's just like it just like exists pagan Icelandic stuff yeah because it's so old, yep. you know, like a lot of stuff I'm going to talk about, too, is like it has pagan origins, you know, obviously. And then whenever baby Jesu came along, they decided to, you know, whitewash on, you know, put the uh, Christian stuff on top of the pagan customs. And therefore you ended up with Christmas, but with all these like other like, you know, pagan traditions that still exist today, like you know all the stuff like of, everything like everything, everything. like the trees and the ornaments Yule and the log. lights and the yule log that's all that's yeah. all pagan origins but they you know the christians adopted it because like oh you still like to do this winter party you could do the winter party but at the same time still you know like give it up for for baby jesus it's his birthday Yay! all right so yeah that's yeah all right so gryla is a troll or an ogress or a giantess or etc cetera, etc cetera. Who lives in a remote cave somewhere in Iceland. I did see the name of like the mountains where she allegedly lives. I cannot pronounce it. So I didn't even bother writing it down. Uh, she lives there with a dimwit husband. Of course. He's like a sitcom. Her, yeah. her, her third husband because uh, she ate her first husband and murdered her second husband. Oh, you but know. This third husband she like gets along with. They both have an insatiable appetite for misbehaving children. 
that's good. Yes. That's a good thing to be hungry for. Well, when kids are bad and, you know, it gets hung. You get hungry in the cold of the winter, right? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, kids are bad. Look. Um, so ugh, but Gryla puts in all the work of hunting them down. Her husband doesn't lift a finger. Like a lion. Lioness. Lioness. Yes. So according to different tales, Gryla has either 15 tails and on each tail there are 100 bags and in each bag are 20 naughty kids. I, I don't know the logistics, but that's just what it says. Okay. Or sometimes she has 300 heads with three eyes on each head. Oh. Or she has eyes in the back of her head, horns and hooves. That's or more reasonable. There, there's there's many different versions of Gryla, but in all of the tales, everyone agrees she's extremely hideous. Yeah. Just just not someone you want to behold. Meant to instill fear into the bad children. Correct. She still landed three husbands. She must got something about her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's said to control the winter weather. And she has excellent hearing and is especially talented at hearing children who being noisy and bad from all over the land. Yeah. So uh, Gryla's whole MO is she kidnaps these kids by throwing them in a sack or the bags on her tails. I don't know. And she takes them back to her cave and boils them to death in a stew. (laughs) What the fuck? And eats them. It's her favorite meal. Naughty children's stew. What kind of herbs go into that? Yeah. Uh, Well, I I mean, up in Iceland in the wintertime, you're definitely not going to find too many fresh herbs. Probably just a lot of salt, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Probably some S&P. Yeah. So she's not above eating adult men. She will do that, too, if she has to. But she really prefers eating children. Yeah. The children are more tender. The men are, I I imagine they're more leathery. I imagine that's just like a a spite eating. That's like a spite (laughs) meal. Yeah. So stories of Gryla have existed since like, I mean, like medieval, early medieval times. Um, And there's like stories and poems about her and like various different Icelandic sagas and lore and like passed down like, you know, word of mouth. Um, So it's just really just like a part of the overall culture. Yeah. In the 1700s, the Christian government tried to pass a law that prohibited parents from telling the story of Gryla to their children, allegedly because they said it was too disturbing and scary that kids were being too freaked out by it. But uh, more likely, it was an attempt by the Christians to snuff out old pre-Christian lore. So this is before Gryla got assimilated into Christmas tradition. Oh, wow. Wait, go back. What year again? 1746. Wow. So... That's yeah, that's... but it, it wasn't really clear like how long that prohibition lasted, like if it was even effective, because like clearly like Gryla was still a thing. So the Christians were like, um, this is too spooky. Yeah. Let's just not. So Gryla, in addition to her lazy husband, also is mother to the 13 Yule lads. Oh, yes. yes. The Yule lads. <laughs> who, who get up to all sorts of shenanigans during December. And children leave. So they started out as like more menacing and but over time, like have soft been softened into like kind of like lovable, mischievous, like dudes. I don't know. Like Julenspiegel from German folklore. So I actually I as I was researching this, I, I mean, there's clearly like a lot of parallels between this, like this story and like other stories from like um Scandinavia. Germany, 
etc. Like there's a lot of similarities. Okay. So possibly, probably. What's, I mean, what's the German thing you just said? Uh, Till Jolenspiegel. He's like he's just kind of a little mischievous guy running around causing mayhem. Is he a Christmas dude? No, not specifically. He's Christmas. just like yeah. a folklore German yeah. folklore guy. So now (laughs) or like starting back in like, you know, the 1800s, children will leave their shoes out for the Yule lads. And if they're good, they get a gift in their shoe. But if they're bad, they get a rotting potato. Ew, yuck. It's not so bad. I mean, I'd I'd rather have coal in my shoe than a rotting potato. At least you could burn the coal. Yeah. Rotting potato. Well, you could bury the rotting potato. That's the only thing you do. Touch it and it would smell. Yeah. So I have a list of the 13 Yule lads. Uh, their names translated into English. It's going to be like grumpy, sleepy, happy. It is kind of like that. No, really? Um, and each of them has their own specific quirks. Okay, go through them then. All right, here we go. <laughs> Sheep caught Claude. What? Who enjoys sucking on the teats of ewes. <laughs> He loves the sheep's milk. <laughs> but there's something wrong with his knees. So they're like very stiff and he can't bend them very well. So he like has a hard time getting down to where he can. Do you hear the lambs, Clarice? Yeah, it's uh, fucking weird. <laughs> the next one is Gully Gawk. Ah, uh, Gully Gawk. He steals the milk out of the milking buckets. He's a scamp. Oh, yes, quite. What, what's what's his hold up? What's the deal with him? He steals the milk out of the milking buckets. But there's not like a, a oh, weird thing. They don't all have hold okay. ups. That was just specifically the sheep guy. OK, Stubby, a short dude who steals food from frying pans. Do they all steal? They're all little, little shoplifters. Yes. Oh, my God. Spoon liquor. Lick spoons. <laughs> I was like, coincidentally, he actually really has an aversion to spoons. <laughs> Pot scraper. He steals unwashed pots and pans and licks them clean. Ugh. This guy actually sounds like a mensch. Yeah. You know, doing your dishes for you. Yeah, I'd be all right with that. Bowl licker. Steals bowls of food left out for the pets and eats them. He's not are- the pets. He eats the food in the bowls. Doesn't eat the pets. These kids are fucked if like they someone vents the dishwasher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, these, these these aren't really children. I mean, they're oh, just they're like they're just a, the sons of Gryla, but they're fully grown men. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, yeah, I was thinking of like little skimps running around the kitchen licking spoons, no. licking dog dishes as I'm you do. I'm picturing like little like you know like they're big. five inch tall like little dudes running around. No, they're big. Gryla's they're, they're big. They're all big. Damn. And uh, the way that they're depicted now, they look kind of like Santa Clauses as part of like the softening of their you know. Hard mischievous image. Right. Oh, wow. I just burped into the mic, kind of. Okay. Anyway, I'm not done yet. There's a lot of these guys. Door slammer slams doors and makes a general ruckus. Uh, Sorry. Oh, my God. That was the sickest thing of the week. It was good. Was good. Well, we always tell you to burp into the mic. I know. And I remember. This time you did. I can't wait to hear it back in the mix. Can like, People like blame stuff whenever a door slams on a house. Can be like, oh, it wasn't me. It was like it was door slammer man. Probably is that like their purpose? I'm not sure. To I think blame. It's, no, I mean, I think I think it's more like um, I didn't lick that spoon. It was spoon liquor. I know. didn't lick the dog food bowl. It was dog bowl liquor. <laughs> 
Uh, I don't know. Anyway, next one. Skier gobbler eats all of the skier yogurt. What's a skier? Okay, I was like, I don't know what you, that oh, is. I might oh, be. Oh, because of that, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce Icelandic it. Icelandic yogurt, yeah. yeah. I've seen it in the expensive yogurt section. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like Greek. It's thick. I don't like it. It's a little like bit it. more sour, I think. Yeah. yeah, I don't like it. I've never had it. It's odd. All right. Sausage swiper. Steals. <laughs> Steals. <laughs> Steal your sausage, mate. Steals <laughs> actual sausages. Yes. <laughs> Not naughty sausages. Whatever. <laughs> Window peeper. Oh, <laughs> the voyeur. A peeping Tom that also sometimes steals the things he sees inside. Oh, he steals your panties. Sure. Steals your sausage. <laughs> no. Yeah, steals the, your dirty sausage. No, the sausage stealer steals the sausage. <laughs> no, he steals the naughty sausage. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm not done. Door sniffer. Oh, come uh, on. That's <laughs> fucking weird. That's a weird thing to do. Now you're just like <laughs> not making it up. fucking with me. It's like, what kind of weird things can you do to a house? Oh, this is doorbell liquor. I sniff you through the door. I could smell you. Oh, <laughs> Joe Biden, I smell you. Oh, oh he is a sniffer. Oh. Door sniffer sniffs around to find baked goods to steal. So that's Ooh. what he's smelling for. Oh, yeah. Meat hook. Steals <laughs> steals meat, especially lamb. Meat hook, also known but, but as uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and here's the last one. Candle beggar steals tallow candles from children so he can eat the candles. Ew. Well, because tallow candles are made out of beef fat, so. He's Probably good. It. Yeah. Those are her 13 sons. There's also a Yule cat in the mix. And before you guys get all... Excited Gushy. about a kitty. He's not. No, you don't. He's, there's nothing. All, there's nothing redeeming about this a bad cat. Boy? He's a bad boy. We should not get all squee about this kitty. He's a he's a bad. He's a big bad chonk of a boy. Oh, but I love big bad chonks. Not this one. What's he do? <laughs> well, he hunts down and eats anyone who isn't wearing new clothes for Christmas. That's fair. You wear your new outfit on Christmas. What are you poor? Fucking get another outfit, dog. <laughs> yeah. You want to get eaten by a giant cat? <laughs> um, and appa- apparently, Sorry, the hiccups. Apparently, Bjork once sung a Christmas song about the Yule cat. It's like oh. on the internet. We'll listen to it later. Oh, I love. I haven't listened to it yet. I love Bjork. So yeah, so that's the whole like that's the Gryla clan. You um, think there'd be a trade that maybe she could have taught her sons instead of all of these weird household tasks? I mean, maybe maybe it's to distract everyone while she's stealing all the bad kids for. So you're like, watch out. These guys are going to come over and sniff your doors. <laughs> Steal your candles. All right. That's all I got. Well, that's pretty gross. And I'm pretty excited to look up the Yule Cat. I want to know more about this Yule Cat. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to listen to Bjork's song later. Yeah. I can't put it in here because it's most definitely not in the public domain. No. So. no. Yeah. It, it's Bjork owns all that shit. I'm sure. I'm sure she owns that shit. Yeah. She's a she's a national Icelandic treasure. Mm hmm. You're Bjork. rolling your eyes. No, no, no. I'm I'm like looking up uh an appreciation, like I'm regarding Bjork. She's oh, yeah. envisioning yeah. Bjork above her head. I was I was picturing Bjork in her beautiful, crazy ass swan dress, actually. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about it. Yeah. I was just like, hmm. Yeah, not rolling my eyes. That swan dress is so great. It was. I like it. Was a, the Oscars. Was it the Oscars? Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah. Bjork. That was that's why one of the reasons why it was such a big deal was it was like at the Oscars, which is such like a stuffy event to begin with. 
Yeah, if you're going to do it, that's when you should do that. It's not wacky like the Met the Met Gala. Or like, even the VMAs. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. You can be or like people dress crazy at the Grammys, too, because musicians in general, like, are way more willing to be daring with their fashion and stuff. Whereas at uh, the Oscars and stuff, it's way more, oh, black black tie, you know, evening gown type deal. So when she wore the uh, swan dress, that was uh, was at the Oscars, that was a big deal. Yeah. Iconic. I was iconic. Loved it. Bjork, Iceland. Bjork, Iceland. Did I ever play the Bjork song for you guys? Which one? Ooh, no, no, I'm it's, the it's literally called the Bjork song. Oh, oh then no. no, I don't think so. Did you ever read a website called the Brunching Shuttlecocks back in like around 2000? No, no. Oh, okay, we have some we have some learning to do later. We have some, oh. some internet history this is to from go the down internet to. way back. Oh yeah, the this way back machine from the internet way 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 back. I like that. Oh. Yeah, I'm very old. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, you know, like I said, it was more weird than gross, but yeah. Definitely weird. And there was still a little bit of cannibalism in. Absolutely. Which is there was. to my taste, apparently. Yes. Yeah. To taste. <laughs> <laughs> unintentional, actually. Pun intentional. Pun intentional. That was intentional. <laughs> I like how so many uh, of the customs involve torturing children, perhaps like torturing naughty children. That's right. Doing something with naughty children. You have, to, you have to instill the fear in the kids. Mm-hmm. Do you have something regarding punishing children? Uh, yeah, uh, I do. Excellent, excellent. Actually, mine is not going to come up until a little bit later. Well, but it's there. Well, there's a little bit. Like I was going to talk a smidgems. We very casually. Let's really brief. Just get out of the way. Talk about Krampus because I figured we were going to talk about that towards the end anyway. Yeah. Well, I wanted to anyway. The sickest thing of the week yeah, in a good way. But yeah, then we can just leave that. For for that, because we we did go to Krampusnacht, and let's uh let's talk about that later, because that's can be construed as a sick Christmas thing, but we all know about it, so it's kind of like I thought it'd be weird to just like sit there and like tell you talk to you guys at about like, Krampus. Yes, we are all familiar with this. Yeah, so okay, we can save that for later. So, but I do have like a, a few uh, Christmas customs that are a little bit like bizarre and sick and stuff that I some of them I knew about or was at least like vaguely aware of. And one I certainly had never heard about before. And it made me laugh so hard. Is that the one I found? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the one you found. And also <laughs> one that's related to the one you found that <gasps> went even farther. Oh, no. OK, so, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's like a, even a special surprise. So but first, before I get to that, I'm going to build up to that. First, I, I'm going to talk about a Welsh one called uh, Mary Lloyd. Mary, Mary Lloyd. It's spelled M-A-R-I. L-W-Y-D, Mary Lloyd. It's a Welsh phrase and it's a custom, like the phrase essentially, they don't even agree on what the fuck the phrase means because the pagan people say it pretty much like translates to gray mare. Mm. The old gray mare, mare she, she ain't what she used to be, be. ain't what she- Uh, but the christians say it's more closely like it means holy mary so you know that's more christian appropriation on top of the pagan tradition for you so it could mean either one but it's a welsh wassailing folk custom uh so do you guys know what uh wassailing is it's one of my favorite customs what is it jv that's whenever you get all drunk up and then you 
go and harass people at their houses and singing and demanding that they give you food and booze, right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And so... (laughs) (laughs) it's uh this particular tradition the thing that makes it sick is not only are they it's like a group of people going with sailing but they take a horse skull Ah, and they put it on a stick and they put like a guy like basically someone is like underneath this like they put a sheet over them like this so this guy's like walking around he's like this horse ghost and he's like (laughs) Like the the jaw is articulated oh. and he's like moving it up and down and <laughs> oh there was someone who was doing that at Krampus knocked last night yeah, yeah 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 and they go from house to house and they're like please you know give me I your... am a horse ghost I am the horse ghost and they give sing, me piggy pudding they sing songs and they basically do this like call and response type song where you know what like talk, call and response like mock. Ing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we totally fucked that up. But, anyways, um, yeah, they do like a call and response type thing where, like, they're like, it basically translates to, hey, give me your fucking wassail. <laughs> and <laughs> someone inside is supposed to basically rap battle back at them and, uh, you know, in a more clever way, be like, you can't have our wassail you better come for it stronger than that you know i'm ready for your wassail yeah and they're supposed to like basically rhyme and be funny with it and like essentially like you know do an eight mile rap battle but all about like door to door yeah door to door impromptu you know lin-manuel miranda all up in this shit you know horse skull through a horse skull. Ooh, I want to see Lin-Manuel Miranda do this. Yeah. Yes. Specifically with the horse skull. Oh, and they decorate the horse skull too. They like put like Christmas, like the glass, like the colored bulbs in the eye sockets. <laughs> 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 and they put like ribbons and stuff on top of the sheet and they're just like, it's so a ghost. Is this, uh, can I assume this is going to be your next taxidermy acquisition? Um, is, a, is, a, is a horse skull for the... I do kind of want a horse Lossling. skull. They're expensive though. Real ones, they, I I was looking at them. They run like between like $150, $200. But I saw like a lot of people who, you know, want to in modern days continue this tradition, this spooky, like creepy, weird holiday tradition. They uh, do it with a cut out like paper or paper mache horse skulls. You know, there's actually uh, this... Welsh, it's a basically like a Welsh government subsidy, not subsidy, but uh department that's like, oh, we're gonna the historical department of Wales. Hold on. I'll let me look at it in my notes real quick. Pause. Okay, Heather found her thing. The Music Traditions Wales organization, they created this horse's head pattern that can be cut out of cardstock in assembled they call it a flat pack because you know it can be like packed flat yeah. obviously um and uh so yeah like i said people have can make paper shade mary mari lloyd's i uh thought that would probably be a really cool project for me to do yeah. um and that i could do that like in my window you know very easily so i'm probably gonna do that because like yeah uh a lot of things that I researched today, I'm like, oh, those seem like really cool traditions. They're kind of creepy and kind of sick and kind of funny. And I already love like skulls and dead stuff. So I mean, it's basically extending Halloween spooky season all the way through to Christmas. Yeah. Which is like that. your dream. Yeah. So like Krampus, Mari Lloyd, like that's like all all this. Like, I love it. It's great. Hmm. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna try and I'm gonna keep the Welsh tradition alive in this house. <laughs> cool. Um, okay, so the next thing I have to talk about is a wintertime holiday food from the Inuit people of the Greenland area. Um, so Gizmodo described it as a, a turducken from hell. So oh, okay. do you guys you all know what a turducken is? Yeah. It's a uh turkey stuff with a Duck stuff, stuff with, with it, like a chicken, yeah, like a Cornish game hen, like stuff, stuff, stuff. So, this is where you take a seal, you kill it dead, and then you gut it, and you take out pretty much all the guts and the meat and all that stuff, but you leave like the skin and the layer of fat underneath the skin. And then you take up to 400 to 500 whole dead bodies of these little Arctic seabirdies, they're called ox, uh, and they're stuffed. They just stuff them in this, like 400 of these birdies, just stuff them in that steel skin. And then they try, they like remove all the air as much as possible. They try to seal it up real good with like the fat and stuff. And then they like sew it up real tight. And then they bury it under a pile of rocks and they store it there for three to 18 months. So then the birds over that time ferment whole inside this seal skin. Yeah. And uh, so then the fermented birds are brought out and eaten on yeah. holidays and at special occasions and weddings and things. What is this dish called? Uh, it is called uh, kiviak. K-I-V-I-A-K. Kiviak. Kiviak. Yeah. And it is, I watched a video on YouTube of someone like taking this bird out and basically like what they she did was she just uh, skinned it, just just ripped the skin and the feathers and all that shit right off Mm -hmm. and underneath was just like the bird was just fully like fermented and just um pickle bird pickle i guess not pickle but preserved you know and it's basically ingenious because over in the winter time it's really dangerous if you live up in that you know the arctic circle to hunt and stuff like that so you need to be able to preserve food over long periods of time and this was one way that they figured out to do like you take this whole seal and you got like 400 500 birds just pull them out you know all winter long it's like oh yeah it's your birthday let's pull out a couple birds so you don't have to eat all the birds at once no you just pull them out as you need them yeah once they're fermented they're fermented and you just keep storing them you know back in you know the ice and all that stuff you know, there's plenty of that. They yeah. got refrigerators all around and they don't even what? <laughs> it's true. It's just it's funny. They don't they don't cook anything. They just eat it straight raw, you know, raw and fermented. You know, they don't cook it. They they do that a lot with um seal and stuff. Yeah. You know, there's like because there's it's it they don't have wood to burn. Right. You know, so and, and, this uh, is what you got. Cooking oil is hard to come by even in modern times. You know, it's very expensive to get up there and like all that shit. So, yeah, very much like these traditions are still, you know, alive and are even though it sounds like the sick and disgusting not to simply well, me like when they just like was ripping that the the little birdie is kind of like a puffin it looks okay. like a little puffin it's like oh, in the puffin family puffin it's just like ripped that birdie asunder and like rips his little legums off and its wings off she's like first you <laughs> the video's like first you have to take the wings off she's just like rending the wings out of their sockets she's like because the the nerves are all attached and it makes it very hard to eat if the nerves are still attached she just like ripped <laughs> it's like ah but you know hey that's do what uh, you gotta do. It's also I just I was just like in awe. I'm like it's just so ingenious. Like how do they think of this shit? 
how do they like be like, oh yeah, this is like, you know, we're going to use every part of the seal and like use its hide to to ferment all these birdums, basically turn it into like our our birdie pickle barrel for the wintertime sustenance. Mm. It's awesome. So that one's not a Christmas tradition as much as it's a wintertime tradition. Yeah, wintertime. Right. But yeah, they did well, bring they out, they are holiday, you know, it's a holiday delicacy pretty much. But not Christmas. No, because right. the Indians, they they're, didn't celebrate Christmas. They're not Christian. Or no. Yeah. Um. But uh, the other thing I wanted to add to the end of the story was that um, in August of 2013, an incident occurred where some people died in the Siora Pollock uh, area from eating kivyak. kivyak. <gasps> oh, no. And this was because it was made from uh, this bird called eider instead of the auk, which apparently doesn't ferment as well. And so the people got botulism, oh. which is a bacteria that can proliferate and like spoil an ill-packaged food. And uh, it releases a neurotoxin, which uh, starts in the face and it spreads eventually, you know, can progress and lead to respiratory failure and then you die. But it does leave you looking less wrinkled, correct? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's exactly what Botox is. It it stops you from sweating so much. Yeah, they Mm -hmm. put Botox in your armpits if you have excessive sweating disorders. One day I want to get Botox in my hairline. Yeah. So I stop sweating there so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can get Botox now for uh, migraines. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just the wonders of modern medicine. But if you ingest Botox, uh, if, no good. if you ingest botulism, you might die. Okay, so the the next thing I'm going to talk about is the suggestion that you gave me, yeah. Jesse, which is so cute. You're it's going to uh, love it, Jen. <laughs> it ah. comes from the Catalan area, which is northern Spain. And the exact origins, like many of the shit that we're talking about, have been lost to time. Uh, but it is... Uh, you may have heard of putting out a nativity scene at Christmas time with, you know, the Mary and the Joseph and the baby Jesu and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the Catalonians, they like to do a whole diorama of the entire city of Bethlehem. So, but there's a special little figurine that they like to put in this city. They just tuck it away in a special little spot somewhere of their choosing. And uh, this special little figurine is called the Kaganer. And he's basically a little dude that's taking a poofy. (laughs) (laughs) It literally translates to the defecator. (laughs) And... uh, (laughs) We basically have to guess as to like what the fuck this tradition was all about when it started because nobody can nobody really knows and nobody can really agree. You know, it's lost to time. He showed up and he had no gift to bring. Yeah. So he was gonna <laughs> like a pum pum. Damn it. <laughs> stupid, sorry. No, I was basically gonna make the same joke with a stupid sound effect. Yeah. That was the look on my face. Fart, 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 fart. I think I was gonna say parumpa dump dump. <laughs> Better. Better. All right. So um, common guest theory number one is that it represents the equality of us all, you know, as in a everyone poops type of deal. (laughs) We all poop. So, you know, we're all on an even plane. We're all human. Everybody shits. He represents the every man. Ah. The Al Kaganer is the everybody poops. He's the pooper in us all. Um, (laughs) Guess number two is it could refer to um, the thought that God can manifest uh, himself, herself, themselves 
basically at any time like can get you unawares even if you're taking a poop <laughs> god is watching you poop god can you know will sometimes catch you unawares and you may even be ha- dropping trowel at the time uh so <laughs> you know and then another theory still is that it just could be just for like a comic relief element but i honestly like guess one and two i think it's a combo of both i i mean i hope it is i feel like it makes the most sense to me i like to think that it means we all have something to give inside of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there are many examples of this little like figure guy. Traditionally, he's a peasant. He's like, you know, the pooping peasant, a shitting peasant. Uh, oh, and to be clear. So you have a really good mental picture of this. There's literally a little pile of poo. Yeah. It's a yeah. pile, not a long Cuban cigar. No, it's like a little coil, a tightly like a little dog turd coil. Like a like a like the poop emoji, like a yes. soft serve. Yes, it's a soft serve. Oh, yeah. my God. And like, <laughs> depending on which character it is, the poop is different colored. Like there's modern day ones uh-huh. like are those like SpongeBob. And for some reason, the poopy is yellow. And there's a Hello Kitty one that I found and the poopy is pink. <laughs> Pink. Yeah. It's so funny. There's like Barack Obama. There's like every political figure. Donald like, Trump. you know, Trumpy is in there. Um, and then there's uh, the Pope, you know, Darth Vader, famous footballers like Messi, you know. Uh okay, so this is like an archetype, not a specific like what I'm sorry, what's the name the of the poop guy? El- it's uh El Kaganer. El Kaganer. Yeah. Well they, that's just I mean it's always El Kaganer. He but just takes different forms. Take many, okay. He takes yeah. many forms. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So anybody could be an octagoner. So yeah. right. We have it in all of us. Lacagonora. Yeah, you could make one that looks like yourself. Like traditionally, it's it's a little, just a little peasant. You know, he's supposed to be the everyman. But, you know, for funsies nowadays, like you can get them SpongeBob. in like. SpongeBob pooping. Do you think SpongeBob would poop yellow? Uh, No. Okay. He's I don't a, think so he's either. He's a sponge. I think he like. I don't think he poop at all. Yeah, they just like release their waste like through their pores or whatever. Like their in holes and their out holes are the same thing. He's just a filter feeder. That's all sponges are. They just collect all like the the crap and then they just you know expel the crap through their their little spongy holes. I don't know. We'll do spongies on another episode. Okay. So um, I thought that was so cute. So. The last thing I'm going to talk about is also from the Catalan area, and it's kind of semi-related to the little defecator figure, the little poopy figure. This is a Tio de Nadal, or the pooping log. What? Never heard of the pooping log. I had never heard of the pooping log I've until I've never heard of this. No. Today. I thought I've heard of every poop-related thing. Yeah. New. So this is another poop-related uh, Christmas tradition. From the Catalans. Man, Ow. I know where I want to spend next Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they're so poop-obsessed, but I definitely, I can cite articles where uh, the reporters, like the article writers would like talk to people from the Catalan area and they're just kind of like, yeah, well, you know, that's what we do. Let's... That's for the that's poop just, county. But yeah, that's just, like they're just like they don't think anything of it. So it's just tradition. It's been there for a long time. Like like all everything else on my list, it's been there. People don't know why. They just keep doing it because it's tradition and it feels good. Whatever. So just like pooping. <laughs> That's poop is a necessity. You got to do that to live. It also feels good. So just keep doing it. I was willing you to say that. I, I could, could see you it. tell. 
I could. You could see it in my eyes. You 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 forced me. <laughs> I guess it's good that it feels good. It makes you encourages you to do it. So this uh, the pooping log. It's basically a log, an actual log that is hollow, and it's a little you know just piece piece cut a piece of wood that people put in their house it has little wooden legs and they draw a little face on it. And lately, you know, in the modern era, they tend to sometimes put little like hat and like little hair, you know, decorate them a little bit more. Anthropomorphize yeah. that log. They just, you know, dec- put their little, put a little wig on it. So December 8th is that's the feast of the Immaculate Conception. And that is when the log is first brought out. Children after that, feed quote unquote feed this log every night so like oranges are common like you'll leave out the oranges my god I thought you were gonna say they feed the log by pooping in it no <laughs> oh my god well it's a pooping log yeah I, I guess we're gonna get to the poop all right the, the okay. log, Better get the log the poop. poops not the children okay. <laughs> this is an anthropomorphized pooping log. it's like a baby doll that like wets itself okay so they're putting oranges and stuff in the log yeah they yeah and then it's basically like when American children leave cookies and milk out for Santa and it's really the parents yeah spoiler alert no children are listening to this then the parents eat the cookies and milk while they're like putting out the presents don't worry this is rated um for mature yeah so (laughs) (laughs) there better not be children listening to this so like Spanish children often recall leaving oranges out and waking up and finding the peels as if you know Kaga Tio has eaten them. So uh, they also put a little blanket over Kaga Tio. Keep him, keep him warm. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, then on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, depending on what your family tradition is, the fun begins. And uh, depending on basically your family, yeah, again, based on your family tradition, you either put part of Kaga Tio in the fire or... Or you beat it with sticks in an effort to make the log poop out some presents for you. What? Yeah. That's so cruel. So like that's the fire twisted. The fire part really isn't very widespread. I think that's just like more symbolic. Usually it's just beaten by the children. And then like they just <laughs> the children check underneath the blanket. And then there's a present under there. And uh, usually the presents is like little treats and stuff and toys that are meant to be shared. They're not really like a personal present. It's like a communal present. Like a pinata. Kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's it's very similar to the concept of a piñata. And uh, Turin is a nougat that's made of egg white, honey or sugar, and almonds. And it's traditionally the candy that it's uh, most likely to be pooped out of cagatillo. Uh, <laughs> so these beatings, the beatings of the log. Yes. The children can beat the log for several days with the parents putting different gifts underneath the blanket, you know, each time. Like sometimes they can do it at nighttime while the children are asleep, but other times they're like, they tell the children to go in the other room and like pray. And then they come, they put the presents underneath the blanket. Then the children come back and they check underneath it and they're like, ah, oh, the log has pooped. The log has pooped. Okay. So. I okay. You're, I think I missed something. So where is the blanket on Under, top of the uh, log? So the the log is hidden. Uh, entirely. It's sort of like tucked in, like a little, like like it's in a bed. It's so, like the head sticking out, and then it's like got the blanket over its back. Like it's like it's like oh, I'm like tucked in for bed. I'm a little log, and I'm sleeping. And then where does the candy go? And the candy goes like underneath the 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 blanket at the like butt end of the log. Got it. Okay, I was definitely imagining something very different, but it all makes more sense now. Yeah. Okay. 
Got it. And so as the children are beating the log with sticks, they have this song and it it like, okay, I'm going to roughly say it in Spanish, but then I'll translate it to English. It's cagatio, cagatia, avenyeas, imato, sino, cagues, be e dere un cop de basto cagatio. And that means shit log, shit nougats, <laughs> hazelnuts, and motto cheese. If you don't shit well, I'll hit you with a stick. <laughs> shit log. <laughs> Like literally like commanding the log to be like, shit, shit for me, bitch, shit. Oh, so they're telling the log log to shit. shit. They're not naming the log shit log. Yeah, they're saying shit. They're commanding the log to shit. (laughs) Shit log, shit Shit log, or I'm going to beat you. You better shit. Beat you anyway. Yeah, they're essentially beating it. Like, I will beat you more if you don't shit. Shit, shit, shit. I love this. This is so great. Yeah. I almost was at children, so I can't. <laughs> I've never heard of it before, and it's amazing. Oh. And yeah, so you just need a log. You don't really even need a hollow log. Like, I don't, like, some things it said, oh, a hollow log, but you don't really actually have to put the stuff in there. You can put it underneath the log blanket. Right. But the kids might look for the hole because they know the poop comes out of holes. Yeah. Yeah, and this in in the kids like can, they can sometimes like open up the face and like put the oranges in the face and like yeah. stuff like feed it, eat it, eat the food. So yeah, I can make you shit later. Yeah, shit out fucking... later. Ugh. Yeah. Wow. I also, love it. a little known fact that more serial killers come out of this small town than anywhere else. Kagatio, <laughs> kagatoro. Uh, that's sick yes yeah, so i like that uh, though. that's the end that's all the awesome interesting little holiday tidbits that i found loved it i feel Thanks. so enlightened yeah so many poop traditions i learned new th- i learned so many new things i didn't know i knew you would like the poop stuff yeah uh, you know if it's not eating people it's it's pooping so you see this time instead of trying to horrify you we just tried to delight you Good job. Mm-hmm. I like that too. Thanks. And I'll definitely throw those uh, poop figurines up and some pictures of Kagatio up on the Einstein stuff. So uh, let's. We're already feeling pretty good. I'm feeling holiday spirits. Are you guys feeling holiday spirits? Yeah, I'm feeling festive as fuck. Well, we were going to talk about the Krampus, right? That was the yeah, sickest thing of the week in the good week. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say I mean, it's not that I had good stuff happen this week, but just, just I'm just going to some- seed my time to Krampus. Well, I Go guess for it. today is if last night was Krampus knocked in the festivities, then that would make today Krampus Tog. What is Tog? I don't know, because Krampus knocked is Krampus Eve. So today is the day of Krampus. Oh, I thought Krampus I don't think knocked is Krampus night. It knocked is night. True. It okay. doesn't necessarily mean Eve. It does not. You're correct. But I don't know anything about Krampus, really. So I, I just know it. I know a little bit. Oh, we then uh, we like, definitely need he, to tell you. Well, he like punishes bad kids, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's he, like, I know, I know. You don't, I know. He goes around with St. Nicholas. Yeah. Like, that's his bro. And like, yeah. St. Nicholas obviously gives good stuff to the, they, the, the good, good children. Kids. They play good, po- good cop, bad cop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. The bad kids got to get into the sack right. and they get yeah. beaten with reeds. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know that. I know that story for sure. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, our, our fair city has a little Krampus knocked celebration celebration yeah there's actually like in market square there's like a little german like villagey thing because i mean there is a little bit of a, a german uh heritage to pittsburgh yeah so i like that we have like a little german uh christmas market oh, in it, market square it is heidelberg-esque yeah. yeah it's pretty cute and so uh 
on December 5th, that is always, that's Krampus knocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have, Pittsburgh has a little celebration. This is the third year they've done it. And they have a parade where they, you, people dressed up like Krampus can like just march around. And then they had uh, the band Slayer, Krampus band play and they basically did like heavy metal covers but they changed the words to be like christmas carols which yeah. was oh, awesome that sounds cool yeah. uh, slayer like s-l-e-i-g-h-e-r Correct. exactly yes exactly. it's a christmas pun love yeah, it yeah. Yeah. it was it was pretty good it was cold as hell which was unpleasant but it yeah. was pretty good my pete's Oh, my peats were so cold. My peats were oh, cold like, and they hurt. And wasn't wasn't last night like kind of like rainy and like No, no. it didn't rain. No, it Thank was raining God. on my way home last night. Thanks, Satan. We got to scream hail Satan in like a crowded area, which felt liberating. Oh, I'm happy nice. for you guys. Yeah. And oh, it was so great. They did a they did a cover of System of a Down. Yeah. <laughs> which really made me happy because oh, like, it was it was for Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer too. Yeah, it's like Rudolph! Rudolph! <laughs> wow. It was awesome. It was good. Uh, uh, so yeah, so Krampus, he's a, it's a German tradition. He's this big, scary, like, like horned guy with a big, long tongue. He's got go- goat horns. He's got a tongue. He's got a scary face. Men, uh, met people in general in, uh, Germany wear these wooden, like handmade, like intricate Krampus masks traditionally. And they like march in Krampus parades. And, uh, so it's really awesome that we got to have a little bit of that celebration in our hometown. And uh, I just, it's cool that it seems to be getting bigger, bigger. The Krampuses were even more impressive this year than last year. They looked more homemade last year. Yeah. Yeah. These look like people spent some time on these Krampus costumes. Yeah. Like the cosplay was like way more, uh, it, they, they upped their game. I felt like I had to behave or, well, you know what? If Krampus uh, took me away and made me one of its brides, I'd be okay with that. Oh, you know what they need to do for would. the photo op? Yeah. They need to they need to ha- get like a gigantic bag that you can like step into. Yes. And then you can be like, oh, I'm getting, you know, because they do have Krampus at the photo booth and you can like get your photo taken with Krampus. Sounds like you guys should be part of like the planning committee for next year. Well, I actually was thinking about dressing as a Krampus next year because I was like, I can make a paper mache Krampus mask. Yeah, you could. Yeah. And then I can march in the parade and that'd be fun. Yeah. I could go behind the scenes. I could yeah. be the naughty child in the sack hopping behind you. Oh, yeah. That'd be yeah. a couple's costume. Oh, that would, <laughs> oh, oh, that would be really cool. That'd be so cute. Yeah. That would be really funny to like have like a Krampus with an actual child. Well, not an actual child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown-ass woman. Somebody portraying child. a child. Baby JB. <laughs> I Baby do JB. Not, I think child actors are uh, immoral. Yeah, so you would only want to use adult. Not the actors themselves. You think the practice of Correct. child acting is immoral. No. The children Correct. themselves are, well, they're children. Oh, yeah, they're but, children. They're yeah. fine. They're fine. But yeah, the practice of is is makes me feel a little squeaky. Mm. It's just kind of like, ugh, they... They, you know, they they deserve to just have funsies and not work. <laughs> They're gonna have their whole lives to work. Yeah. Any hooters? Any hooters? If you liked what you heard today, and we hope you did, consider subscribing to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you found us. That would be great. If you can throw us a five star rating and review, that would be great as well. And if you want to chat with us, you can tweet us at that sick pod, get at us on Instagram at that sick podcast, or you can email us at that's dot sick dot podcast at gmail.com. 
So until next week, kids, don't forget to feed your shit log. Because that's (laughs) sick. (laughs) Should we redo that?